Well, hello, Mike. Well, Joey, good to be back here again on Morrowology. Morrowology broadcasting live to you from Morrow County, Ohio. Yay! Yes, so we're back again, episode four, another week. So wanted to bring up a couple things that are happening again this week. Johnsville Firefighters drive through Fish Fry, Saturday, uh, March 27th, 4 p.m. is when it starts, and it goes to, well, until the fish have swum on by. That's what I've heard. So Johnsville Fire Department, 7478 County Road 242 in Johnsville. They have fish, coleslaw, french fries, hush puppies, and also you can get a chicken nugget dinner if you don't want fish. Okay. And for those of you that have been around Morrow County for a while, it is actually where the old Johnsville School did sit. Uh, 4-H, if you have any questions about how to sign your kids up for 4-H or to be uh, to get interested in, in supporting the 4-H here in Morrow County, go to the Ohio State University Extension page, Dash Morrow County, on Facebook, and they, also, they have uh, a couple things here that, that help you sign up. Um, and get answers about the 4-H program. If you go to geo.osu.edu forward slash how to join Morrow 4-H or call 419-947-1070, you can get the information about 4-H. I signed up for 4-H but did not stick with it, and I wish that I had. My wife, she did 4-H, mm-hmm. loved it. Uh, several cousins of mine have done 4-H, and they loved it, and their their kids are now involved in it. So um, that's... Well, I, I was in 4-H three or four years in the Frozen Hill Junior Farmers many, many years ago. Frozen Hill Junior Farmers. Mm-hmm. I wish that I had stuck with it. All right. He's up for history. Uh, um, another thing here, the share is the Share Your Family Treasure, and that is sponsored by the Mount Gilead Glory Baptist Church. And it is Saturday the 27th at 2 p.m. So you can go share um, part of your family history, you know, whether you have a family heirloom, a quilt, toy, photo, or a love letter, your grandmother's yearbook, a favorite story. Bring all of it, any of it, to the church and share. It's a free event. And then afterwards, I highly suggest that you go directly from there to Johnsville for the fish fry. Oh, right. Sounds like a full day. Yes, so that is at 2 p.m. Um, at the Mount Gilead Glory Baptist Church, and that's 600 North Main Street there in Mount Gilead. It's a free event, uh, and it starts at 2, so you can go right from there to the fish fry. And that is all I have other than, oh, almost forgot this one, Mike. What's that? Mount Gilead Track and Field is having their Wendy's Night on oh, yeah. the 16th, yeah. which is Tuesday. Uh, so this will be tomorrow when you're listening to this at 5 p.m. out at Wendy's at 95 and 71. Yeah, well, I'll take a double with cheese and mayonnaise only. All right, well, not taking orders currently. Oh, Sorry, okay. sir. And uh, the Red Cross is still looking for volunteers. If you're interested, please visit redcross.org forward slash volunteer today. And if you're looking for a business to help with, you know, maybe some lawn care service around, you know, we're getting out and starting to get that stuff. And today, before you came over, I was rolling the yard and I've been out and cleaned the chicken coop, did a good spring cleaning on that. (laughs) And, uh, And they talked to me just like that the entire time that I was out there. Um, did some spring cleaning, got some stuff out for the kids, the toys outside, you know, it's, it's been great. And I've seen all kinds of landscaping, uh, companies that are located right here in Morrow County. They've been posting and posting. So visit Think Local First, Morrow County, Ohio group. Make sure you get added to that group. You're not going to want to miss that. 
And then um, there's also the Morrow County, Ohio Past, Present, and Future group. And then the Bringing Sunshine to Morrow County group. That's another one that I believe came out of COVID, Mike. Oh, really? Yes. I believe they started that page when we started the... Uh, you know, the portable pantries right, that they were doing right. at the beginning of COVID. Right. Uh, I think that's when that came in. I know the name has changed, and I can't remember what it was prior, but there are still pantries located around in Morrow County. So visit that page. It's called Bringing Sunshine to Morrow County. If you need assistance or if you would like to donate any of the food or whatever, bring that to those pantries and, and donate it. Make sure that it is non-perishable. Right, exactly. Um, because they are not heated or cooled. They literally are just protected from the weather so that any one in need can go and get that. That wraps up. Well, I have one other one. Oh. Um, the Morrow County Historical Society will start opening the History Center on Sunday afternoons starting April 11th. The History Center at 17 West High Street in Mount Gilead will be open on Sunday afternoons from 2 to 4. And again, that starts April 11th. April 11th. Boy, you know what? April is just going to be here before we know it. Yes, it is. This year is just flying by, and we thought that 2020 was the longest decade of our lives, <laughs> and here, you know, we're almost into April. I mean, we will be into April before we even know it. Oh, yeah. It's coming. It's coming soon. All right, and just to give you guys uh, an idea here of what the weather is expected to be, 10-day forecast, Mike, we have mid-60s. In really? the forecast for the next 10 days. Yeah, no, I heard there was snow coming the first of the week. So it looks like there may be. It depends on when it comes in mm-hmm. and the temperature. However, um, I'm looking at the lows. The lows this week look like we may get down to 30 overnight, but mostly it's going to be higher than 30. And um, let's see, next weekend looks sunny or mostly sunny. It does look like there's going to be some rain this week and uh, some potential winds. Nothing real high like we had there uh, last week, but overall, pretty good winds, 50s, 60s, uh, some 40s here early on. So the nice thing is, is I hope everyone remember to set their clock forward to spring ahead. I would hope so. Um, you know, I saw lots of memes going around with Cher that, you know, was the whole, if I could turn <laughs> if I back could time. turn back time. Yes, that was Mike and his rendition of <laughs> Cher's turn back time. Folks Let me are, get my long hair wig out here. And, and, <laughs> there yeah, you go. More like Cher. Folks are actually, I think, confused about that. Like, they keep posting that. It, yes. It, but you could, be two, you could be two hours off if you, right. if you shot it back. It's you know. spring forward, fall back. That's right. And uh, so don't forget that uh, you'll be late for work if you're listening to this and you forgot to set back your clock on Sunday morning. Anyway, we are almost, Mike, back to 12 hours of sunlight. Yay. We are almost there. We are uh, about 12 minutes off, 10 minutes off, somewhere in there. That's going to be a welcomed addition. So... All right, that is all that we have for the current events section. This week's Morrow County Flashback, brought to you by the Morrow County Historical Society. Well, today's history, we're going to talk about the uh, mammoth that was found near Fulton. The mammoth, was it named Manny? Uh, I don't think this one had a name. Oh. This predates names. Well, if you have kids, Manny and, and Peaches, and I'm trying to think of the other one. Can't think of it. Queen Latifah plays her, and then... Um, oh, okay. The guy from Everybody Loves Raymond, he plays um, Manny Okay. in Ice Age. Anyway, sorry. Go ahead. All right. Well, you threw me off there. But today's uh, information is being taken from a book uh, put together by Charles Mosier called Lest We Forget. 
and this information was adapted from an article by Polly Page Miller. So we're going to talk about the Fulton Mammoth. The Fulton Mammoth. It was an ordinary work day at the John W. Powell and Ed Karras mill, uh, Tile Mill, one mile from Fulton in Lincoln Township. Workmen were excavating clay soil from an ancient dried-up lake bed to be used for making tile and bricks at their mill, just as they had been doing for the past 10 years. But on September 18, 1919, their machinery turned up more than clay. Two large teeth and a tusk 13 feet long were uncovered. Word spread of the discovery and people came from near and far to view the archaeological treasure. The area along Route 61 soon became overrun with spectators. Speculation was rampant as more bones were unearthed. Since the bones were found on John and Ollie Powell's property, they were the owners of the find. Questions were asked they couldn't answer. How did these bones come to be 16 foot below the surface? What caused the death? How long had it been there? Powell contacted archaeologists at the Ohio State University, and they identified them as mammoth bones at least 20,000 years old. They explained that mammoth were members of the elephant family and that they roamed the earth in the interglacial ages from 10,000 to 20,000 or more years ago. They were 10 to 12 feet high with tusks 13 feet or longer, and they weighed approximately 8 tons. One explanation of the giant pachyderm's burial location is that the animal, ill or infirm from age, had waded into the water, as is the custom of animals in the elephant family. Failing to recover, he sank into the water and mud on the sloth and death followed. He was there when the great uh, glacial epochs covered the area, including the Wisconsin Glacier, not less than 10,000 years ago. Mile-high sheets of uh, ice bearing with them mountains of earth and stone. The glaciers sheared off the tops of the hills and pushed them into the valleys, and in this way the pond into which the mammoth had found his way was filled, and the bones of the great pachyderm received a protective covering of clay that had preserved them until 1919. Under the direction of experts from The Ohio State University, this dig continued until late October 1919. Those experts declared this mammoth to be one of the most perfect skeletons found to date. And in 1919, Mr. Powell, upon the advice of the archaeologist of the Ohio Historical Society, treated the bones with a preservative. Now they were ready to display in his barn. He charged 25 cents for adults and 10 cents per child to see the ancient bones. He also made wooden boxes in which to display and transport the bones so he could take his show on the road. He traveled by train to several large cities. The bones ended up at the Ohio Historical Society, and when they moved to the fairgrounds, someplace in that move, they were lost. So we don't know where these bones went. Oh. Uh, according to local lore, they are now at the Chicago Academy of Science. So I'm not sure if that's, if that's uh, for sure or not. So all the bones are gone? Uh, apparently, How and um, of course, in 2013, Clint and uh, Janet Walker near Johnsville uh, found some um, mammoth uh, bones and teeth on their property as well. Really? So, you know, there were mammoth in the Morrow County area many, many, many years ago. Wow. So, mammoth right here in Morrow County. When you think about, when you read about them, I mean, you really don't think that, oh, they were right here where we live right. now. I think of other continents and so on where they live, but not here. 
Yeah, because, uh, you know, you frequently think about them being like during the Ice Age and you don't think about Ohio being that way. But, you know, some of the glaciers as they melted and pushed the dirt and stuff in Ohio. That's true. That's why, you know, part of Ohio is real hilly and the other part is pretty flat. Right. You know, based off of where uh, the dirt was piled. So very interesting. All right, so Mike just wanted to share some of the things that I found on the morrowcountyohio.gov page. So some interesting things, Morrow County office, business offices are starting to open back up. So I noticed here that there's a public notice from the Morrow County Treasurer, Michael Golf, mm -hmm. And as of Monday, March 15th, his staff uh, will be having folks come in face-to-face -face for transactions again. Oh, wow. That's great. Yeah. So that's on the 15th of March. And then I saw another um, notice down here from Dixie Shinneberry and her office, the county recorder's office, will actually, they started, oh, no, they're starting on the 15th as well, um, that uh, they are no longer um, going to, you're not going to need to have an appointment to um, be at the recorder's office. Um, you'll be, they'll be open to the public. That's some good things to see here locally that they're that they're uh, starting to open the offices back up. And if you also go to the morrowcountyohio.gov page, you guys can find on your own the calendar that lists all the, of the commissioners' meetings, the budget commission for the county, um, as well as the board of zoning for the appeals and local emergency management planning committee. Uh, that's called your LEPC. You know, there's also on the calendar um, auditors information uh, for some of the meetings and such. And it goes, uh, looks like they also have some things in April already started. So starting next week, Mike, we'll start looking for items that might be on the ballot early. So okay. the May ballot. Okay, great. Uh, if, if there's anything there for us to look at. And uh, we'll get it out there to you guys uh, as an FYI. Make sure that you're visiting this morrowcountyohio.gov page. There's lots of information here and lots of links. We want to make sure that folks are utilizing this. And there's also links to some of the, the statistics in here for Morrow County, Ohio, as well as ODOT and uh, some of the other programs that are close by. So a beautiful picture of the dam as well out at the state park that was just rebuilt. I haven't been out there yet. I need to go out and check that out. We've taken the kids out there and they've run around. It's a lot different than when we were kids. A lot different. And now that the uh, ranger's house is gone, it's really, and it just looks funny to me, I think. Okay. Because, it, you know, that's where we used to go sledding and stuff. And oh, it's yeah. just, it's just not there anymore. Well, I did want to add something else. Um, March is Women's History Month. And um, I would encourage you to check out the Morrow County Historical Society Facebook page. Kevin Evans has been highlighting several women that have had uh, historical significance in Morrow County. And um, might want to check that out and uh, see who some of these ladies are. And again, check out the Morrow County Historical Society Facebook page. Well, why don't we just call out, so right here on the top one is Brenda S. Collins. And it says, the first female from Morrow County to become an Ohio State Highway Patrol trooper. She was recorded by Trooper B.J. Roush through her father, Gerald Haltry, uh, as they played softball together, starting at the Mount Gilead Post as a cadet dispatcher in July of 1985. And over the next 30, uh, 30 years, she will serve 
in several capacities, including dispatcher, trooper, investigator, academy instructor, recruiter, and commander. So congratulations there. That is an awesome call out. Well, really, a uh, cool part of this is the person before her that was uh, mentioned was Mary Holtry, who was her mother. And, yes, so I was moving on down, and the next one here is Mary Holtry, who was a form, was our former auditor mm-hmm. for the county. And there's an awesome story about her. And some of the things, when I read this, I thought, wow, she, Mary did a fantastic job with the auditor's office and getting that up to date. And then looking on down, there's also a Dr. Addie Lou. Is it Klotz? K-L-O-T-Z? I I think that's right, yes. Class president of Mount Gilead High School in 1945, a talented musician. She also was the student band director. During her senior year of high school, Addie Lou became the musician with came became a musician with the Columbus Symphony Orchestra. So lots of cool information. Thank you, Kevin Evans, for getting uh, some of this pulled together and, and anyone that helped you. There's also a really cool story here about Francis Turner mm-hmm. and the uh, Hospice of Morrow County. Another fantastic, fantastic organization there is Hospice of Morrow County. So uh, Don Powell's in here. That's no relation for us. I was going to ask you that if that was related yeah. to you. And no relation to the Powell's that found the mammoth either. Sorry. Okay. My family came from uh, Kentucky and West Virginia uh, on my dad's side. We're not, we don't have much family up here. Um, Mary Mosier's in here. Wow. Lots of names that I've heard. Um, and it's pretty cool to see the story. We talked about the, um, the, the county home mm-hmm. last week or the, no, a uh, week before the second, yes. second week when we talked about Johnny Appleseed, there's a great story here about the purchase of the Irwin farm that became the county home. Right. And they actually purchased that farm for $12,000 in 1870. <laughs> that is amazing. That was a lot of money in 1870, though. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah, visit the Mar County Historical Society page. Um, fantastic information there if you're a history buff. So, Mike, um, this week we had Mar Little Theater's variety show benefit. Right. And we had several talented folks. I'm still kind of amazed and surprised um, with the turnout that we had for the show, not only in the cast and the finances that we raised. We were able to raise $2,000. That's amazing. $2,000 in in two nights, um, Thursday and and Saturday. You know, I hope that that money is a blessing to Matt Carey and his family as he continues to heal. Um, There was lots of great talent. Uh, Dane Johnson, who owns, um, yeah, Native Karaoke and DJ Services. Sorry, Dane, that I messed that up. Um, He was there. Lindsay Warner, she actually is a, uh, a fantastic talent, raised here, not born here, but raised here in Morrow County. Um, she did very well uh, as well. And then we had several other folks, Bethany Barton, who runs Massage Aria, and several other great talents. And it is a great pleasure that I get to share something else with you, Mike. What's that? This week, I believe it was this week, um, Jamie Brucker, Mayor Brucker from Mount Gilead, was um, he was given an award from the Gleaners. And I believe the award was for his um, community, community service. service. Mm-hmm. And I honestly have to tell you, he is a uh, minded individual. He, very much so. And that that is just a, 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 you know, that's a really nice award to award somebody who selflessly is continuously giving 
uh, his time and talents to his multiple organizations that he's in, included with, uh, besides the Village of Mount Gilead, but also with MLT, uh, the Central Ohio Canine Foundation, uh, and that is you know working with some of the police dogs, the law enforcement dogs. Um, you know he he's just he's in so much. Congratulations to Jamie Brucker. And then it looks like uh, they also gave, uh, the Gleaners also gave uh, a check, $500, for the restoration of the Civil War Monument at oh, the wow. Glendale, okay. Glendale Cemetery there in Cardington. Some, some big stuff happened this week. So I think that is about it, Mike. I don't know about you. Is there anything, uh, anything you know, that you want to talk about? Anything pending? Anything? I've not heard anything. Uh, if they have found... Um, who the suspected arsonist is. I'm, I'm oh, using that word. They haven't used that word park. at the state park. Um, you know, that that's a darn shame. Yeah, and I'm saying darn shame because uh, it, this is supposed to be a family-oriented show. But, yeah, very sad that that is... Um, that's even something we have to, you know, be concerned about. That you know, And from what I understand, the fire department, they could not reach it with the equipment. Right. And so they actually had to... Uh, carry the equipment out there, which you know adds a whole other level of intensity and danger to to firefighters as well. You know, this type of year, you are not permitted to burn in the state of Ohio from March to June, I believe, um, between six uh, a.m. and six p.m. Right. Um, you know, it's very dangerous because things are dry, and you know it's starting to just, you know really dry out here. So um, help us keep everybody safe. Well, I just wanted to uh, let people know that uh, in the next few weeks we will be ready to have guests on the show. We're preparing a place to do that. Yes. So um, we're gonna have a studio, Mike, a real studio. We're gonna have a studio. That's right. <laughs> but we're not gonna say where it is just yet. It'll be kind of a surprise. So uh, hang on, those of you who want to be on, on with us, um, we will have you on. We're just not ready just yet. So uh, more to come on that. And then Gilead Fitness used to be the Morrow County Community Center? Yes, yes. They just rebranded, and I believe they now have 24-7 access. So if you sign up, you can go in around the clock is uh, what it says on the sign there. Um, and there was an article in the Sentinel last week around that, so... Um, Take a look at at that information there on the Sentinel if you're interested, uh, or on um, the Gilead Fitness page, and it's at Gilead Fitness at Facebook there uh, for more information. And that is run by another great group of individuals, but they rebranded it, changed the name up a little bit. All right, Mike, things to you know to ponder for the next week. Are you, do you have anything you want to tease for next week? Uh, no. No. <laughs> I'm not sure what we're going to do next week yet. So, All right. Well, I'm going to tease a little something. Next week, I'm going to share with you a corn salad recipe that I, um, that I actually found last year. And we eat it a lot, especially during the summer because it's really easy. And you can use frozen corn like you get in the bags that you can mm -hmm. throw in the microwave. Oh, you yeah. can use that. Just toss it in. Some olive oil, some garlic, a uh, little garlic powder, you know, uh, feta cheese, red onion. Mm, fantastic dish. And it goes great with just about everything. That so, sounds really good. The only question I have is, does Popeye have trouble with you using olive oil in, in your recipe? <laughs> well, stop using me olive oil. All right, well, so here is a recipe that you can use for the summer. Um, we 
normally go to Bucyrus, to any one of their stores, and get ground bratwurst. Then you can take onion, chop it up, green peppers, chop it up, and a little bit of garlic. Throw it into a pan with the um, ground uh, bratwurst. Mix it up and then cook it real well. Then when you um, take it out, you're going to take some sour cream and some mustard. There's no real measure there. Mix it together and you're going to get pitas and be able to stuff it in there and you have a pita worst. It's a fantastic um, uh, dinner. We use it frequently. Uh, it was something we brought home from the Crawford County um, Bucyrus Bratwurst Festival. So hopefully you uh, will get a chance to try that. It is becoming summertime. That's more uh, of a festival food, and it is delicious. All right, folks. Until next time, this is Joey. And this is Mike. Happy trails. Did you notice that we don't have any ads on our podcast? If you're interested in having your business here, email us at marology at gmail.com.